Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Whether you're looking for a good Korean skincare or affordable and trendy jewelry, they've got you covered. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Trials to Triumphs. I'm Ashley Blaine Featherson Jenkins, but you can call me ABFJ. This week, White House correspondent and author April Ryan talks to me about discovering her purpose and making history. I talk a lot about purpose on the pod, but sometimes it's not something we know right off the bat. While April didn't plan to work at the White House, her story is a testament to what can happen when you move forward in courage and allow life to unfold. I never knew my purpose. I never knew my space, but I will go down in history for some of the questions and the moments that I've had. And that's crazy, right? For a girl who was saying, why am I here? (laughs) You know, didn't even want to be at the job the first couple of months. And then look at what life brought. Hi, welcome to the pod. Great to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to talk to a fellow Marylander like myself. <laughs> Marylander, okay. <laughs> yes, that's apparently that's what we're called, Marylanders. Um, okay. But I am so ex- inspired by your work and really excited to get to know you better. Well, I'm here, and I'm 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 excited to be. Um, asked to do this. It's, it's, it's awesome. And, you know, podcasts are so underrated um, Mm. in this moment. You know, I drive a lot from Maryland to DC, the part of Maryland that I am in is above Baltimore and it's a two hour drive. So podcasts are my life. Yes. So, okay. We're going to start with some icebreaker questions. Are you down? (laughs) I'm nervous. (laughs) No, no, they're fun. They're not like, (laughs) don't worry. Who would you say you are recently inspired by? Recently inspired by? Or what? It could also be something that you're recently very inspired by. Okay, so um, I'm inspired by people. I'm inspired by the underdog who always keeps going in spite of. Because, you know, we are never supposed to win, right? But every day that you get up and keep getting into this crazy mix, you win. I'm inspired by my husband. Mm. Um, I just got married and he is the, he is a retired naval officer. 
and I love his spirit. Um, he gives me hope every day mm-hmm. and um, he's such a good soul. Um, he reminds me of my late mother, give her, give her, give her, you know, and um, but just a good soul and doesn't want anything in return. Yeah. Just such a giver. You know, I'm inspired by people who wake up and just want to continue to make people happy and shine and do for people because, you know, we are in a moment that I'm concerned about as a journalist mm-hmm. or, um, keep kicking down, k- kicking the can down the road, possibly for another CR continuing resolution for the government, you know, but what if it doesn't happen, you know, and then we've got so many other things. I'm so glad that, you know, the, the actors and writers strike is over. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I- no, and, I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not worried about my favorite shows. I'm worrying about the people who are impacted. Everyone is not yes. a million. Yes. Yes. From the hair people, the makeup mm-hmm. people, to those mom and pop shops that support Hollywood, you know, that bank on that for their living and to send their kids to school. Um, you know, we are going through some interesting times and they keep saying a soft recession. Soft mm. for some and and gut wrenching for others. So I don't know, you know, in these times, I'm just so, what inspires me are people who just want to help others keep going, keep moving in spite of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you're right. Just even you talking about so many people that have been impacted by the strike and just other horrible things that have been going on and just, you know, labor fight and war and all just all of the things that are going on in the world actually um, there are days i'm just like i just want to turn the tv off of course yeah turn everything off <laughs> everything that part turn yes. everything off part. yeah yeah turn everything off yeah and go make a smoothie go make my you know smoothie in my kitchen or do something that takes my mind away from the dis-ease in this moment. Mm, dis-ease. You know, I love that you said that, though, because I also, um, and actually Amanda Seals talks a lot about this. Um, I also feel incredibly compelled to stay in it and watch and learn and see and do. Um, I, I think it's important to bake in times of personal self-care and know when I need to turn it off or know and when I need to- you have to bake in those times because yes. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> you do. I'm it's so important. I am tired. And, and you have to recognize what is it? The nap ministry? That is real. You yeah. go out there because you know everybody joked about it. I'm like, what is the nap ministry? Taking a nap, but it's real. You <laughs> go out there. I know you go out there and fight and give your all to change the dynamic. But then you realize when I get home, oh my gosh, I'm tired. And you mm-hmm. need to give yourself grace and understand yeah. this is to rest so I can come back to the fight. Yes. I think I'm in that rest mode. I think I've had a lot going on. I think I'm in that rest mode, but I'm I'm always going to be there. But I think right now, because I got a lot of projects going, you know, I'm still at the White House and still watching. I'm like, sometimes you can get off the roller coaster and then you know that the roller coaster is still going to be going and you can Mm. always get back on. But I need rest. I'm not a roller coaster person. I need rest. 
<laughs> I'm not a roller coaster person. <laughs> I, 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 oh, mom, when we go to amusement park, I'm like, uh-uh, get so-and-so. Get, you know, I'll be here when you get off. Now, I'll get on the flume, the water ride. Oh, I'll get on, yes, you like that. Okay. Like that. But I will not get on the roller coaster. No, but, but I give myself grace and understand how far I can go. Mm-hmm. Know your limit. Yeah. Except my limit. And when I get there, okay, guys, I'll sit on the bench and I'll see you in a minute. So I can come back and have the stamina mm-hmm. to go back and enjoy to fight whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, do what we have to do together. So, yeah. yeah. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. You know, my husband always asks me when I wake up in the morning, he's like, how'd you sleep? <laughs> Which I think is just the sweetest question every morning. And I'm yes. and for the past month, I've realized that I've been like, not great. I'm still really tired. And I, I realized that it wasn't due to not getting enough hours. I just am tired from like life and everything else that's happening around me. And it, and it wasn't until like, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was like, oh, that's what it is. It's not the amount of hours I'm getting. It's not the, our bed. It's not, it's not any of those things. It's just, I, I needed the to, stress in life. Yes. And I need to be more mindful about my rest yeah. outside of just nighttime sleep. It's different. So you let me say this to you. I got a little chakra bowl, little blue mm-hmm. chakra bowl for the throat. Yes. And I'm meditating now because that takes me down. So I'm not going to bed with that and rest and being restless with thoughts in my mind every night. I did that. You do it before bed. I try to, yeah. Take that little the bowl and hit the go ding. Mm. And I'm I'm meditating. And you know what I meditate on? What? Being in the water at the inkwell in Martha's Vineyard. Seeing yes. the sun, feeling those rocks under my feet and feeling the water. And my husband behind me, he likes to pick me up in the water. And I'm like, yes. you know, <laughs> I feel like I'm being held and kept, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, during the polar bear, um, the polar bear, it's not a plunge, but the polar bear, uh, exercise. It's it's nothing but um water aerobics in the morning at seven thirty, but they've incorporated something a meditation moment, and then they tell us to look to the sun, yeah. and you see water. Sometimes it's so still it looks like glass, mm-hmm. and then you see the sun, and I'm like, Lord, thank you for another day. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's you know, and that's where I get my peace. And I'm at this age now, after going through what I've been through, I can't do that every day. So I have to say, you know, it's not good for you. So (laughs) I take it and I take it for what it is. And when I need those moments, when I need my peace and my rest, I start to take that little blue chakra bowl, ding. Yeah. Think about it and just go down and just, I am. 
I am happy. I am peaceful. I am love. Mm. I'm a good mother. I am light for my family. And take it down and take it down. Next thing you know, I'm down snoring. And my husband, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, why did you wake me up? <laughs> but you know, sometimes we, because you can carry all of that stuff and you can sleep, but you're not actually resting. Mm, because it's not restful. Anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start at the beginning. What did Baltimore, Maryland give you? Baltimore, Maryland. I don't know what it gave me, but I tell you what, I think about people like, and I thought about this the other day. I said, what is it about living in this city? We've mm-hmm. got people like Elijah Cummings, the late great Elijah Cummings, former congressman. I mean, he was a fighter. God rest his soul. Rest in power. Um, Thurgood Marshall. Mm, mm, no. Mm. Um, the Mitchell family. People who were fighters. Yeah. You know, I think about, and I'm, and that's just fighters. I mean, we've got, Tupac was here for a while. Tupac Drew Hill. Was, Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Yes. Drew Hill. I mean, and it's Druid Hill Park. Mm-hmm. And Drew Hill named after Druid Hill Park. I mean, we've had great act Howard Rollins, Charles Rock Dutton, Yubi Blake. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many. The list goes on. There's a lot of people who came out of Baltimore who are doing uh, Nicole Ari Parker. Okay. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Baltimore, honey, born and bred. Yes. And she is like the hottest mm-hmm. ticket right now. But Baltimore, I'm going to tell you. This is a city that has failure built into your very existence. And it's mm-hmm. like no other city. Unfortunately, right now, we're at a break number three, ranked at number three as the top crime city in the nation. I see it. It's real. But Baltimore is something about the survival here and making it mm-hmm. and climbing out of. This is the city that started redlining, keeping certain folks out and keeping certain folks in, you know, in certain areas of the city. And when you're born into that in in, in segregated pools and all that, you know, I grew up with that. And after a while, you're like, you're not going to tell me I'm this interview is happening in the home um, that I had to move to a couple years ago, you know, for fear. But it's in a community that they told black folks we couldn't come to years ago. I said, what you're not going to do is tell me what I cannot do. So um, there's an overcoming here. There is built-in failure, but there's a spirit of hope, um, survival, and I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Yeah. (laughs) G-O-N apostrophe. There's a definite distinction. Not I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, I mean, I think, you know, when people think of Baltimore, they're always just thinking of the wire. They're like, oh, that's where the wire was. But Uh, I just love that you you highlighted so many amazing fighters and just fantastic people that came out of the city. Because, again, people are just they oftentimes just correlated with the television show, The Wire. And it's so much deeper of a city than, than that TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oprah, let me tell you something. Now you talk about somebody who's inspired me. Mm. 
let me tell you, I grew up as a, as a kid watching Max Robinson. If you don't know him, Google him. Carol Simpson. And then being a kid in Baltimore, growing up watching Oprah Winfrey on People Are Talking and on the evening news. And then she left when I was in 12th grade to go to Chicago. Mm. Then I was like, I miss Oprah. And then she had this national program. And I said, I watched it. I watched it from the beginning until the end when she said, to God be the glory for the great things he has done. I think that's what she said. Yes. And yes. Well, yes. And I jumped up. I did a little shout. I said, oh, I cried when she left because Oprah is all I've ever known. Hmm. In media. And see, it's like those kids who grew up during Barack Obama. Being a black president is normal for them because that's all they've ever seen. Yeah. But for me, it's natural for a black woman to be at the helm because I saw Oprah do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And before that, there wasn't a woman like that, you know? So um, you talk about people coming out of Baltimore. She was not from Baltimore, but we claim her. And she made her mark and then she moved on. But Baltimore has nurtured a lot of good people. Yeah. That's good. That's a good, um, I love that memory. Talk to me about your mom. What does she Ooh, give you? Really going to make me cry. <laughs> <sighs> she has been gone for 16 years. Mm. She gave me a guidebook and how to navigate life, how to raise my children. Wow. She died at 64. She would have been 80, I believe, this year. And um, her last birthday was November 5th. And she would have been 80, but she died 16 years ago. She, just how she lived her life gave me that guidebook on how to be a mother, be a businesswoman, be upright in the community, give back, just mm -hmm. and support my family, my, my, my core family and my, my, my aunties and uncles and cousins. And then, and then going beyond into the community. She was a giver. Her and my husband remind me of each other. Mm. Um, she was a huge giver. And um, she always said, look at the glass half full. Because when you look at it half empty, you're always going to be complaining. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She, was a, she was a special one. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy. Uh, how did you walk through um, losing your mother? With you here on Ooh, earth. That was crazy because I was pregnant with my last child. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was pregnant with my last child and I had to keep my sanity. I was having an at-risk pregnancy. I had to keep my sanity. I had to defer my pain and I deferred my pain, but it's the grief. And everybody's like, how are you staying? I said, I'm good. I'm good. Mm. My mother prepared me for this, but I worked through it. See, my mother, she, I was the last one she told she had leukemia. The very last one she told because she didn't think that I was going to be able to handle it because we were so close. Yeah. But the crazy thing is that I was the one standing with her the hardest and the strongest. And I was pregnant. And I'll never forget, we were, she's like, how are you going to take care of me and the baby when the baby comes? I said, I got you. I didn't know how, but I said, I got you. If I could have willed her to live, oh, she'd be here strong right now. But God saw fit to do something different. I couldn't do anything but accept it. 
I remember some days, I mean, oh my God, on Sunday, she'd come over to the house after church and she stayed with me, hang out. I remember one Sunday, it wasn't long after she died, I was on the edge of the bed and I was crying so hard. And my oldest daughter said, mommy, mommy, Viv wouldn't want you to do that. I said, okay. I couldn't get myself together because in the morning, she would call me. My mother, we were so close. We call each other like 25 times during the day. Mm. And, and she didn't know at the time when she died, she didn't know how to email people at her job. <laughs> and I was so I'm like, mom. <laughs> but she would call me first thing in the morning. I missed those calls. I missed her coming over on Sundays. It was more painful on Sundays and in the morning when her calls were supposed to come than anything. But after a while... I was able to move forward. I told my my youngest daughter, I said, you saved my life. I said, because Mm -hmm. if I didn't have you, I don't know where I would be. And so I deferred that grief to, let's say, last year. My mother had leukemia. The oncologist said, you cannot have candles. You cannot have um, fireplaces, uh, fire in the fireplace anymore. And that was their favorite pastime, candles. Oh, my gosh. You cannot be a black woman in America and not love a candle or a fragrance mm-hmm. in your home, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, not just that, but um, they told her she could not barbecue in a barbecue pit anymore either with charcoal. So they took a lot of her joy and, and we were trying to find soy candles. You couldn't find soy candles at that time, you know, 16 years ago because paraffin candles, she couldn't use it. So two years ago, I was doing it as a hobby, you know, mm-hmm. to go through my grief. And now a business was formed out of it. So through my wow. grief, it's crazy, right? Wow. But every day, 16 years later, I'm still remembering this woman. I still love this woman. And, you know, when I wrote her happy heavenly birthday, I said, until next time, sister friend, till I see you again. And there will be a day I see her again. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, I've got to raise these kids, but when my time, <laughs> Um, you know, there's something on the other side. Yeah, that's beautiful. Wow, Thank you have a whole business out of it. Mm, 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 mm. It's taken off. It's taken off. Mm. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. I want to talk about um, your your children. What has been um, something that's really stood out about your growth and your motherhood journey? Ugh. Being a single parent, mm. even when you're married, is hard. Wow. Yeah. Somebody's going to need to hear that. Yeah. Um, you can be married and be alone. And you can be with a partner and be alone. 
And I made the conscious choice to do it on my own. If I was already alone, do it alone. Instead of having that anxiety of anticipation for somebody to do it when they're not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it hasn't been easy. But what I do know is in the midst of some of the most passionate, passionate and fierce fights, mom, I'm going to wear this. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I'm going to, no, you're not. (laughs) Or (laughs) let's do it this way. No, mommy want to do that that way. But even in the most fierce and passionate fights that we had, mom, I love you. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. The love is the love permeates it all, and they know beyond anything that I love them, and I know that they love me. And that's you know that's the test. You know, sometimes you can parent and you just wonder, you know, is there a relationship? And I just hate hearing. And I guess because I had such a great relationship with my mom, I don't. I told and I, my mother always said I could tell her anything. Well, my oldest is beating is is beating me because <laughs> <laughs> no, I I thought I was telling my mother stuff. My child, I'm like, oh, but just talk to me. I want to have that. She's 21. I want to have that that open communication because you know she's still young, and I still want to help help her, of course, navigate through right because I don't want her. You 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 want to help her not to fall. You don't want your your kids or anybody to struggle. And then for the youngest, both of my kids are strong-willed. I wonder where they got it from. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, you want to be able to say, I have a relationship with my children. And if they need anything, they can call me. And they can honestly say, Mom, I'm in trouble and not run from me. So, yeah. you know, that's it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get into in a second to how you kind of got into the chakras and stuff like that. But I, I first want to know what drew you to journalism? What drew me to journalism? Now, that's interesting. Um, I kind of stumbled into it, but not stumbled into it. I started out um, I started out in media at Morgan State as a DJ. <laughs> I yes. know as a jazz DJ, right? I can still do it. You said a jazz DJ? Jazz DJ. Yes. Um, <laughs> Your girl April Ryan here with some Sade. Is it a crime? At 3.04 in the afternoon. Let's do it together. I'll I'll get traffic and weather in a moment. But first, here we go, Sade. And mm. you know, so <laughs> yes. I can do it. But you know what? I was boring as a DJ because that's all I could do. Time and time. I'm listening to Charlotte. They'd have these conversations. Said, oh, my gosh. I said, you know, back in the day, it was time and temp and be sexy sound and blah, blah, blah. I was like, girl, bye. So when I came, I said, but I fell back on my love. I said, I said, I want to be able to say more. And I fell back on producing a news show. Mm. And then to be in the news because in my home that's all we did we watched news and we mm. knew the news from the morning when we got up listening to am transistor radio to watching one of the three network channels now i'm dating myself um when walter cronkite would say that's the way it was mm. and i mean i used to ask my father I said dad why are you always watching news he said 
told a nine-year-old child, because I want to know when the world comes to an end. Like a like like a crazy person. Wow. I ran, right. Like a like a crazy person. I ran to it instead of running from it. You don't tell a nine-year-old child, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm watching the news because I want to find out how the world, when the world's gonna end. But that was his an artful way of saying it was important to watch. Mm-hmm. And I ran to it. So okay. How did we get to the White House? What is that story? I stumbled into it. I stumbled into it. Um, mm. Never, and I didn't want to stay there because I hated it because it was so. It was a lot, and um, I stumbled into it. Um, the company that I had worked for, they recognized the work that I had done. Um, Baltimore is a very newsy town, and Baltimore is a hugely newsy town. And the NAACP headquarters was there. They were watching my reports out of that um, about the then president, Ben Chavis, that it's not if, but when he's going to leave. And um, it happened. So they, um, they said, we need to bring you in. So I was, um, I was uh, going to replace someone who had been, who'd been there for decades. Well, not, well, almost two decades. He was there for 17 years. I beat him. Um, I'm 26 and he was 17. So, and I, I didn't want to stay there because the first couple of months I hated it. My mother said, look, and this was back then. Now everybody changes jobs like you wouldn't believe. But back then my mother said, you cannot leave that job because if you do, it'll look like you got fired. So she said you had to stay there for two years. Words of wisdom. I stayed there two years plus 24. So. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Has there. What is there something that you've reported on or what has maybe been the most challenging thing that you've reported on? What is the most challenging thing that I reported on? The Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like what did it really feel like, you know, having to show up and 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 do that, especially as a black woman? Very stressful. Very mm-hmm. stressful. Um, without getting into too much, it was just very stressful. Um, the press was not respected, and I, they wanted to use me as an example. Enough said. There's mm-hmm. video. There's yeah, audio. yeah. It was it was a very tough time. Yeah, and we could go back into it again. Who knows? Yeah, I know. It's it's such a. a I think it's you a said different earlier. moment in history. It's a different, you said like, I think you said disease earlier. Disease, um, yeah. Yes, that is the word. There, there's, a, there's a lot of that. Yeah. On a lot of levels and a lot of fronts, there's such a dis-ease, a discontentment. Um, but I'm here to report on it. Yeah. When did you realize that, you know, journalism, telling the truth was a part of your purpose? You know, and, and I'm, it's so interesting you say that. Um, early on in my uh, career at the White House, I said, God, why did you put me here? Mm-hmm. You know, the people from Vassar, from Harvard, from Yale, from Princeton. I said, I'm just a little HBCUer from Morgan State in Baltimore. Why am I here? And I was reporting on Black America. But you know what? I found that he wanted me there that I had something, I had that Baltimore fight in me to ask questions than others didn't. 
I brought issues to the table when they needed to be flushed out. I brought issues to the table when there were crescendo moments or when there weren't. I brought me to the table and my questions for community that's underserved. I'm not an advocate. I'm a reporter. And see, here's the thing. When other journalists from mainstream news organizations would ask it, they wouldn't be called an activist. But because I'm black and I'm asking questions about an underserved mm-hmm. community, I'm an activist. But, but, but the interesting thing is I might be called an activist, but I'm a journalist. But why didn't you ask that question? Hmm. Why didn't you take the time to dig into the history of that question to get the right answer and then challenge them when the answer was wrong? Why didn't you? So, you know, it is what it is. But um, I think I never knew my purpose. I never knew my space, but I will go down in history for some of the questions and the moments that I've had. And that's crazy, right? <laughs> for a girl who was saying, why am I here? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. didn't even want to be at the job the first couple of months. And then look at what life brought. That's got to be a lesson for someone. Mm. You know, you don't know your purpose, but then you're walking in your purpose some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to leave? Yeah, early on. Now, I don't want to leave because I'm now the longest serving Black female journalist ever in history Mm. to cover the White House in 2023. And then in about two more years or three more years, I will be the longest serving Black journalist in history ever. I'm staying until I get that. And then after that, the rest is gravy. We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. From a Marylander, oh. Ashley. From a Marylander. At HBC. I'm an HBCUer too. So we got a lot of... Yes. I went to Howard. Yeah, I'm a Howard alum. Yeah. Okay, HU. I'm Morgan State, but bear eat bison. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I told Anthony Anderson that. He said, that's <laughs> wildlife. I said... I love that. Okay. Well, I want to switch gears for a second. And I want to talk about finding love again. And your amazing husband and just how it came into your life. Um, I think it's God. Mm -hmm. I think it's a higher power um, because I had planned not to do it. And um, both of us had been jaded, I guess, you know, but he spotted me and um, Mm. in the airport. I know. Right. In the airport. The airport, yeah. We had a chance meeting in the airport. And then, you know, we got to know each other um, on social. You know, um, he would like things and like things and like things. I'm like, and I'm not that person who responds to DMs unless I know you, right? (laughs) But he was like, he kept, he was consistent. And I was like, okay, that's okay. So then, um, and I was dating somebody else, you know, at the time. And he, we were communicating. I was like, hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. And he was like, oh, I watched this segment of COVID conversations. It was amazing. This is during COVID. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And he was so encouraging. And I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, wow, he's such a nice man. And, you know, so we got to talking because I had another program or something. And I said, he is such a nice man. And I was like, oh. And then so when... um my relationship with somebody else uh, broke, thank God. Um, 
he reached out and said, so um, you're not with so-and-so and he must have known. And I was waiting for him to ask me out. It took him like six or seven months. I was like, what in the world? Oh, wow. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, okay. I said, it was just, you're not with someone. I said, no. And then so during COVID, later on, he was like, uh, would you like to go out? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, we took our time. We were friends first. We took yeah. our time. He said he was in the friend zone, but I didn't, I was like, I was very <laughs> cautious. I was very cautious. And I was like, ah, I said, you want marriage? I don't want marriage. He would call me every morning. He would text me every morning. And that's something my mother would do. And I just, and I just mm, put it together. Wow. Every morning. And then um, at one point I told him, um, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm. And I pushed him away for about nine months. Wow. And. I know. And I said, oh my God, he's got somebody. He's got a girlfriend or something. I went, he was in Virginia Beach. So I went down there and I couldn't find his number. I was going to say, hey, I'm in town, you know. And both of us, it was crazy because he was thinking about going to the event too. We said, no, I'm going to leave her alone. And I was driving back. I said, let me call him. And he answered right away. Mm. And so we picked up and started talking again. And I was still unsure, but we finally sailed through and we're here. So wow. I think in, in my message to people, if it's real, it's real. And, 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 and people used to tell me when um, a man wants a woman, you know, it, and it's true. Mm-hmm. He didn't stop. He was, he, he, his mother told him, don't keep talking, keep reaching out to her, keep reaching out to her. Wow. And um, yeah, he was, he's, he's always been a really nice guy. And sweet man. I'm so happy for you. That's beautiful. Uh, thank you. I'm happy for you that you have someone who's concerned about how you sleep at night. Yes. I. It's a blessing. It really, really yeah, is. It is. Because there are a, a lot blessing. of people out there who wish that their mate would even take a small interest in them, mm-hmm. you know, or what they do. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's we have empathy. partners. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to having partners. A loving partner. A loving partner. Yes, a loving partner. Yes, 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 yes. God Um, knows I needed that that after. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, like we talked about, the world is heavy. A lot's going on. But I want to know, before we start to close out, what are you excited about? What's exciting you right now? I'm excited about my oldest daughter and her future. She wants to be a doctor or a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm your first patient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for her sister and her journey in high school and what she's going to do. She's very creative. I'm excited about her. I'm excited about my marriage um, with my husband um, and what we're going to do together as a couple, the love that we have. Um, he wants to build and grow and I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited about the company that we have because we're working together and that's the thing we are working together. I can't do it without him and he can't do it without me. Mm. And, um, we just have a lot to do together and I'm excited about love. I'm excited about life. I'm excited about my career. I got a lot of different irons in the fire too. And we're just waiting for things to happen. Um, I'm excited about potentially being the longest serving black journalist ever in the history of the White House. I can't wait to celebrate that. A kid from Baltimore. 
mm-hmm. kid from Baltimore, Maryland, who had the word failure built into her very existence. Hmm. Wow. Ashley, what you think? What you think, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I don't think I know that's going to happen, and mm-hmm. I want to be at the celebration party for it. I will be there. Okay. What has been your takeaway from our conversation today? Uplift, you know, in spite of, Mm. in spite of rising above and hope. Not knowing your path, but understanding there is a bright light. If you keep going, don't know what that bright light is for or what it's going to highlight, but just keep going. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I think I'm that person. My life has not been a crystal stair. It's had nails and tacks in it, right? Um, but look at what the turns and twists have brought for me. And I believe, you know, it's not gonna always be easy. And it's not easy, but I am so appreciative for this moment mm-hmm. and the moments to come. I mean, tomorrow I may be crying over something crazy, <laughs> but you know, but yeah, I may be crying over something crazy, but when I sit down, I've got a good man by my side. I've got my children who love me, not worrying about the money, not worrying about anything else. As long as you've got people in your corner, your ride or dies that are with you, mm-hmm. you can move mountains. You can reach for the stars and you might even catch one. Yeah, that's good. My my takeaway is to continue to be mindful of uh, my throat chakra and take care of it. And also, <laughs> yes. um, but also um, to continue to use my voice for good. It's just been yeah. such an honor to sit in the presence of you. Um, a woman who has dedicated her life to using her voice for good. And I want to do the same. And I am, thank you. I honor you. And I'm so deeply inspired by you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. This has been a wonderful moment. (laughs) We did it. Yay. We did it. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by LWC Studios for OWN. The show's executive producer is Juleka Lantigua. Our managing producer is Fatima Al-Swiffy. Shanice Tindall is our lead producer. Associate producer is Mona Hassan. Jordan Thompson is our marketing coordinator. This episode was mixed by Trin Lightburn. Michelle Baker is our video editor. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, and we hope you did, please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating, and review wherever you listen to your podcast to ensure you hear the next one. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh-generation. Find seventh-generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.